0: What's up and welcome to another episode of the Wall Podcast. My name is Tyler Smith. I'm 19 years old. I'm your host here on this very esteemed podcast. <laughs> today we have an absolute banger for you. <laughs> this podcast today is specifically for the people who feel like they are outcast in life when it comes to their pursuit for Christ. It's an encouragement podcast, and I really hope you enjoy it. Hey, if you're new here, thank you for watching on YouTube, on podcast listening platforms. I really appreciate your support. Remember, we always come out with podcasts every single Friday. So come check us out. I really hope you enjoy enjoying the podcast. Let's get into it. Coming to salvation causes an extremely hard choice for us to make in order for us to receive salvation. That choice that is brought to us is the decision to continue to chase after the world and its darkness, its pleasures, its, its good pleasures, seemingly good pleasures, or continuing to, or beginning to, rather, Chase after God's purpose and righteousness for your life. That's the hardest decision we can make. What is, the, what is salvation? What is saving us? Well, look at the, one of the most common verses, one of the most commonly known verses in the world. John through 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And continuing on, it says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world through Him might be saved. This is the, the simple good news of Jesus Christ. This is the salvation that we can receive, but it's hard to because of the choice. The choice to continue darkness in darkness or continue to begin to chase after righteousness. Why? Why? Why is it so hard? Well, this spiritual ultimatum that's referenced in verse 8 uh, after those two verses says, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Why do we continue if, if, we, realize, if we realize that continuing, continuing to walk in darkness ultimately leads to condemnation, leads to hell, why do we continue to walk in it? Why is it so hard to make that choice? Well, in verse 19, it says this, this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than the light because of their works were evil. And I, I question myself, how in the world can people who know the good truth, the, the salvation in life, how, how, are we so, how are we so hateful towards the light? Why do we despise it so much? Well, naturally, we are dark. We are evil people at heart, even though I think we all strive to be our best and be, um, you know, (laughs) to be the best morally right person that we can be. But at heart, we will always desire the wrong things. And you know when you have that tug in your heart that something's not right, but you always desire it because of its pleasures and its seemingly goodness seemingly good feeling and, and, and (laughs) things that you can get from it. It's extremely hard. But when you choose to run after the light and live a different life and live it for Christ, then comes a different lifestyle it comes a point where you have to say, okay, I have to turn away from all these dark things. But when we do that, comes a lot of friction in ourself and in the world that's surrounding us. Because when you receive salvation, you receive a light inside of you. Jesus is the light of the world. And when you accept him into your heart and he changes you, you are now the light carried out through him. But (laughs) the world is the darkness. And now you're, you're a, a, an emitting light in this world of darkness and it's still surrounding you. So sometimes you may feel alone. Sometimes you may feel like you're the only one. Sometimes it may feel like you're just a small flicker. Why not just go out and be like the rest of the world? Why keep trying to fight? Because the world is going to hate you for your salvation. The world is going to hate Christians because of what we are and what we believe, because what the light does. I want you to imagine that you're in a hole, okay? And you look up and you see a light. You're in the dark hole and you look up and see the light. Why do people hate the light? Because it exposes the distance in between. We all know. I think we all know how (laughs) truly awful we are or truly awful the world is, at least. We know that. And we don't know how to, we don't know without Jesus, without the word, we don't know how to reach the light. We don't know how to obtain perfect, perfection, the life that we want. And when we do realize that salvation is the only way that we can receive the light through Jesus Christ, well, we realize that we have to give up a lot of things and that's hard. But when you do that and you decide to be a committed, a committed soul for Christ, then comes the hatred of the world because they see how far you are in the perfect, the perfect plan that you have for your life, the purpose that you have for your life, and they envy you. And they hate you because of it. And maybe not necessarily that people hate, like, you know, hate hate you. But It definitely makes you feel like an outcast when you receive salvation. It it definitely makes you feel like you're the only one that you're left out. That it's a sad, maybe boring life. Because you see all that the world is doing. And that's extremely hard. Especially for people who are trying to chase righteousness. Because of the constant reminder that the world has a... Temporarily, but present pleasure for us to receive now. And we get impatient. And we get tired of living a committed life for Christ because of this. The darkness surrounds us. And tries to take out our light. Constantly. And it's so hard to fight against it. I mean, let's just be real. (laughs) Let's be really real. There are many situations that honestly just <laughs> suck because of our choice to live for Christ. It's, it's a sacrifice. It's a, a constant struggle in pursuit of Christ. I think the best way that I can put it, that what I'm trying to talk about and I, what I feel a lot of people feel because of being a Christian, I feel like we generally feel The weight of the limitations that are caused by our conviction to be different. There are so many things that we feel limit us from a desired or pleasurable life. I think there are a few things that we feel. I I think that sometimes we can feel limited to our success. And what I mean by that is through our sports, music, your career any form of ch- sought after or chased success there comes a limitation when it comes to being a christian of having salvation and the best way i can kind of give an example of that is through you know the music the music industry like the christians who are making music in the music industry they struggle with gaining traction and popularity because of their their choice to make different music other than what the world is creating their 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 music is sharing a positive message like like all right this gets, this gets me fired up because christian rap everyone gives it a bad rap because they think it's cheesy they think it's okay maybe some old songs were cheesy like not gonna lie some old songs were a little cheesy they were made for the church but if you go listen to Christian rap, like like go listen to the new Lecrae album, and it sounds just like regular music, but it has a positive message, and people still don't listen to it because they dislike its message of positivity. What is that? And oftentimes we can feel like that when it comes to our career, and like with sports being blunt about it. Like here's another example. You know, there there's some people that take steroids to become stronger. They cheat to get their way to the top. And as Christians, we don't, we, don't, we don't want to do that. We don't want to live um, like that. And there's so many limitations that we feel as if keep us from experiencing success in life. Another limitation that I think a lot of Christians feel is the limitations that come towards our normal lifestyle. And by this lifestyle, I mean the effects of many things like What you wear, how you talk, how you spend your time, whether that be the places you go or the friends that you're hanging out with or that that you desire to have, or your effects with the relationships you have. Your boyfriend or girlfriend being unequally yoked or desiring to be (laughs) equally yoked with someone but can't find anyone, so you choose the best guy or girl around. And even the effects on your family, on your loved ones in your family. Because I know there are some people who are choosing to receive salvation in a family that rejects and kicks them out for their faith because their family believes a completely different religion than them and, and receiving salvation is blasphemy in the family. And there's so many fears that come with that. You know? That we can't be popular, we can't be, I don't know, we can't have the normal lifestyle that everyone has because we're living a new lifestyle, and sometimes that can make us feel, make us feel very down and very, very ill-content with the way we're living. And I think that just brings us to an overall limitation. That's the limitation of your emotional contentment. Because I believe all of these, these things that the darkness surrounds us with and we see and we, we desire because we will always desire it until we die and reach heaven because that's who we are. We experience things like boredom, like if we're being honest. Looking on social media and seeing So many people having fun and and, you know, doing the wrong things, but having fun together is 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 a very lonely feeling because maybe you're in a place where you can't have those people. Maybe you're in a place where there's not the right people around you and you're just kinda that lonely light in the world of darkness. But you see the darkness having fun and you're just trying to shine as a light for Christ. It's a lonely place. We get jealous of the fun that people are having, the pleasures that other people are having. We, we have the fear of missing out. Man, that's a big one. We are always longing for a present satisfaction. And in that present, that longing for a present satisfaction, we find limitation. We find limitation because, you know, <laughs> we can't have it. We don't want it because we desire to live a life that is holy and righteous to God, but at the same time, we want to have a joyful and happy life. And just being real, it sucks. It sucks being an outcast. But to my outcasts, to my people who are living a life desiring righteousness in their life, that are responding correctly to salvation. Here's what I have to say to you. (laughs) If you are surrounded in darkness and you feel limited to a pleasurable life, though it may seem like your life is lived, limited due to the light that you're living in, you have a freedom that is non-comprehensible to the seemingly free grasp of darkness. Rejoice in the idea that darkness itself is limited. It is limited to the light. You see, the darkness won't be here for much longer. (laughs) It has a set expiration date to it. And even though we may not know when that expiration date is, there will be a day when the light completely outshines the darkness in every single way. And every dark deed of man will be brought to justice. In Romans 1, 7 through 9, it says this, When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might. Do you realize that you are on the winning team? You are on a path of life and not on a path of destruction. The God who made this world and made us as human beings to have a relationship with us, to love us. He desires a passionate relationship with us. You are on his side. The light that you carry inside of your heart, the light that you have within you is the light that's going to conquer the world. It's going to conquer all of the evil things that are happening. So if you are someone who is trying to chase righteousness and you feel beat up and tired and and burdensome because of all of the darkness that is surrounding you, let me encourage you that you are on the right side, that you are doing the right thing. Keep going, keep going, keep fighting the fight. Don't chase after darkness because all it leads to is death. All it leads to is destruction. The path that you're going on, the path of light, the path that Jesus Christ provided us through the cross, through salvation, we are saved. We are saved from destruction. We are saved from forever living in darkness because now we have a purpose Now we have a light that shines in front of us to keep chasing after. We have a desire and we have a wholeness because we know why we are made and we know why we are who we are and what this life is about. And that is to love and have a relationship with God because that's why we were made. It doesn't mean that you're a robot. It doesn't mean anything like that. Just because you're doing all of these things, that, that the Bible says that you should do does not mean that you're just checking a list. It's not because of that. It's not because that you're, God is wanting you to be a robot following Him. The reason that He calls you to have a different life is to give direct evidence that you love Him. It's just like a relationship, being committed to someone else. It's not just through words. It's not just through having the label of being In a relationship, it's what you do that matters. It's the action that matters. And what you're doing is showing God that you love him and that you admire him and you know what he's done for you. And that in itself is beautiful. Please cling to that. Please keep fighting the fight. In 1 Timothy 11, it says, But as for you, O man of God, flee these things pursue righteousness godliness faith love steadfastness and gentleness fight the good fight of faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses i charge you in the presence of God. who who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before, Pontius Pilate made the good confession to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time. He who is blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be all eternal dominion. Amen. Rejoice. What you're doing, I want you to understand the value of what you're doing you are doing something that has more value than going to a party and having slight fun for a day. Or seeking pleasure through a relationship and physical, sexual desire that is only going to last a little bit. (laughs) Seeking pleasure through fame and fortune and money and success. Seeking fortune through popularity. Seeking fortune through normality. Through comfortability. Because you are being uncomfortable. Because you are striving to be different. Because you say, I'm going to stand even if I die. And I'm going to stand and be an outcast for God. You are doing what's right because you are showing that you are committed. And that your salvation is not just some joke. That it's a real thing and that God dwells in you and the Holy Spirit has changed you and you are a new creation who has life. (laughs) Rejoice. Be encouraged right now. Don't fall into darkness, please. If you know God and know the goodness of what he's done for you, you've experienced Jesus in your life, don't run to darkness just because you're bored in in the present time or just because you're afraid, just because you're depressed, just because you feel like you're losing friends or you're missing out. Don't do that. Remain in the light because it's not worth it. Running to darkness is not worth it because when you run into the darkness, the darkness is only running to death. It's only running to destruction. So stay in the light. Stay in the only thing that's valuable and pleasurable and and meaningful and purposeful in life. (laughs) The only thing that's going to give you true life. Stay in there. Keep fighting the fight. It has so much value. And people are going to look in you Look at you, and even though they're in the darkness and they see you and the light in you, what you're doing may cause someone else to stumble upon the light, to see the goodness of what God and Jesus has done for us. And our job is to share that love with other people, because I don't want to see my brother and sister be destroyed. I don't want to see this world go to hell, even though it is. I want to bring as many people with me as possible. Christ gives us a purpose. He gives us belonging and love. And he gives us eternity. No limitation. All joy, all power is through him. And and in him we have all of the ability to live a desired and pleasurable life. So cling to it. Cling to this fact. Cling to this this understanding. The King of kings and the Lord of lords who is sovereign, loves you, has sustained you for a while now, and he's going to sustain you forever. And the sting of death doesn't affect us. I rejoice in death because death brings me life. To so rejoice in that. And if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior and received salvation, you're on the road to destruction. Cling to the value, the value found in salvation, because that's the only thing that you can truly cling to that will give you purpose. Everything else is meaningless. <laughs> you were made for the life. So walk in it, walk in it. I really hope you were encouraged today and I really hope that you go from here living a new life, living an encouraged life because I know I can feel sometimes that the darkness has surrounded me but because of the light in me, it pushes it all away. So I hope you get the same feeling and you go out here rejoicing and being joyful for what God has done for you and the value that God has given to your life. (laughs) You are loved. You are amazing. Keep fighting the fight. Don't think that it's not not worth it because it is. All right. That's all I got for today. So I really hope that you got something out of it. I really hope that the Lord spoke through you If you want to go back to some of the scripture and read it yourself and ponder on it and meditate on it, do it. Because I'm not perfect. I may have said something wrong. I don't know. God has something to say to you. If you've never received salvation, look, hit me up, DM me, text me. If you need to talk to someone, please, I will walk you through salvation. I will walk you through it because that's what I want this podcast is for us to come collectively together and to be mature in our faith and realize the importance of <laughs> the importance of living a life for Christ while we're young because it's okay to be an outcast. It's okay to be an outcast while we're young. <laughs> Rejoice in being an outcast. So I hope that you have a great day. I hope that you <sighs> I hope that something happens great to you today. I don't know, like you find a dollar in the street. I don't know. I'm just, I love you. I hope the best for you. And I hope that God gives you purpose and meaning and value through this discussion. All right. Remember, podcast every single week, every single Friday. Come check us out. We have many topics. Hey, next week's going to be a banger. We may have a uh, really, really highly respected artist being interviewed. So uh, (laughs) come check me out. Alright. I hope you'll have a great day and God bless you. Let's let's be outcast while we're young. Let's do it. And rejoice in that fact. Let's be outcast while we're young. Okay. See you later. Have a great day. Peace.